We have a video of me hitting a service dog. <laughs> and we're live. Windy City Hot Takes. Completely forgot that I was on. Sorry. I just got a video of myself. Obviously, we're going to be talking about MLB, which we're watching the Yankees versus the Indians. As always, I'm Peter and... I'm Will. So, we're going to get into the NFL. We're going to talk about that. We're going to get into the Game 1 victory, White Sox, that is. Um, the Twins also got beat. By the way, a little stat for you that I saw from a one Jared Carabas. The Twins, in the last 17 postseason games, are 0-17. Jesus, of course they are. So that's pretty bad. Um, Minnesota. That being said, my girlfriend needs to stop texting me. And we're going to break down all the AL games today besides the one that is obviously now. We'll save that one for next week. As um, Actually, you know what? We might do a, a video one on Thursday, breaking down. We can do video on Thursday if you want to. Friday. Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, because well, we NL is done on Friday. Yeah, we can record via Zoom. We'll do that. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, anyway, so the NFL, I'm going to go off because I was really pissed off. With a couple things. One, the Bears put in Foles. I'm fine with that. Foles came back. We won 30-26. to 26. We're 3-0. Now, a lot of people on ESPN. A, the Falcons are trash. Um, I also put on here a, six and a, ten team in a keynote. Uh, bet all the money you have in the bank account and your house on Green Bay next week. That's just a quick little side note for you. Only minus three to start the week. Yeah, I'm going to put like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do, uh, so Rivers, the sports book app, is phenomenal. They have um, times 100. So if you put in 100, they give you 100, whatnot. Literally, I put in 100 bucks, they gave me 100 bucks back. Now, that being said, they give you alternate lines on Wednesday night. Okay. So I'll put Green Bay minus 10, and it'll be like, Plus eight hundred, and I'm all about that. I agree. It it feels like so much money though, and in an NFL game to lay ten points. What about seven? Buy four points. Buy okay. Buy four. No, I, no, no. I mean like three. I'll add four more, well, so it'll be like plus two fifty. I think the line's going to move probably a little bit more in the Packers' favor. But if you could get it to where you buy four and get to seven. I would say lay seven, but I don't. I just wouldn't lay ten. Yeah, I'm gonna lay seven then. I mean, do I think there's a good chance that they win by ten or more points? Yes, I just don't. Would never. I just don't feel comfortable laying. I don't feel comfortable with the defense. Ten points. The defense. Um, yeah, I mean, Atlanta is gonna. Well, score. I mean, Baltimore's laying fourteen and a half versus. I, would, I just Mi- wouldn't touch that. I can't. I don't, versus Miami. I just. I don't have the ability to touch an NFL line of fourteen and a half points. I, I feel so very many points. I feel very comfortable with that. That is that is an outrageous amount of points. It's an avalanche of points. Anyway, people on ESPN, let me get to this shit real right. quick. They're like, oh, it's a short lease on, on Mitch. I'm sorry. You had three fucking years to get your shit together. And now that you put in uh third, fourth, one, two, three. Yeah, so seven pretty much. No, I'd say five. Five incompetent quarters. As a quarterback, they say, you know what, we're good. By the way, the most badass look I've ever seen in my life is a quarterback that has a dark visor. Yeah, I do like that. Uh, I, look, I I feel really, really bad for Mitchell Trubisky. Nobody, 
Nobody works harder than Mitch. Nobody has been booed more. Stop, by a, stop smiling when nobody, you say this. I'm, no, I'm being dead serious when I say this. Nobody's worked harder than Mitchell Trubisky in the offseason. Nobody was booed more mercilessly from the minute he was drafted by a franchise to pretty much his entire career in a franchise. Nobody has been, well, late, but nobody has been, like when Mitchell Trubisky got drafted, they showed him at a, at a Bulls game and people were throwing styrofoam cups at him from the, from the rafters. Like nobody has worked harder than Mitchell Trubisky has to try to be a successful quarterback. He's just not good. Sometimes but it's not you're his fault. a career backup, right? It's just it's just not his fault. But but it, and it, it signals at least to me now that especially that Nick Foles came in and had success. Should have thrown probably four, had one called back. One of, one of my friends pissed me off. I think it's the, I think it's nine inch Nick season. So one of my friends pissed me off, and he literally said, "Oh well, my problem is that Mitch is going to go to another team and then be successful." I said. He can't read a defense. It's just really hard at that point. I mean, he's gonna be he's gonna go to another team and he's gonna be a career backup, is what he's gonna do. I agree. Which is fine. The only thing that makes it Dude, you know you know the number one person that's happy about being a career backup? The fucking Curtis Painter. Right. The only the, what makes he backed it, up Peyton Manning for twelve years. Yeah, well, the only thing that makes it uh, upsetting if you're Mitchell Trubisky, or really if you're a Bears fan, is that he is going to be a career backup and that the Bears really Considering who they could have drafted, whiffed on some on two what look like generational talents for what is going to turn out to probably be a career backup. You know what? You know what made me happy? Excuse it's me, the, three when you had and they they double missed on Aaron Rodgers in two thousand five. Two thousand five, we already had a quarterback. You didn't have Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Well, I, but right, you don't really miss when you have a quarterback. Who was the quarterback? Well, here's the problem. Who people, was your, please enlighten me. Who was your quarterback okay, in 05? People in 2005, Rex Grossman. Yeah. Um, okay, that's not a quarterback in, you have. People in 2005 or 2004, the 2004 draft, yeah. will be like, oh, Troy Palomalu was on the was on the top 10. It's like, yeah, we had Mike Brown. Yeah, you're fine. I'm not worried he about that. He was a beast. I'm not worried about that. It's but like, do not give me, no shit we passed up on Troy Palomalu. Don't give me Rex Grossman. You could have drafted Aaron Rodgers. We had Brad Favre. I don't give a fuck. Anyway. Here's my point, is that the people saying that he had a short leash. He did. Go fuck yourself. More than three he had, years. He had multiple opportunities. He had more than three years. If I was a coach, right, after, after the second year, if I was a coach, the moment that first half is not good, I put in fools. He's been Mitch against the Lions, by the way. Mitch has first been game. dogged for three years for being bad. It's not as if this has just come out of nowhere and he's had three good years. First off, he had one good year. And even that is like, a, we can do we really call that Mitchell Trubisky? Bad out of four bad years, year? he had three bad years. And do we even call that really Mitchell Trubisky having a good year? Or do you think that was historically good I'm sorry. defense? I'm sorry. Are you talking about MVP Mitch? But was that not a historically great defense that Mitchell Trubisky just had to play? The fact after? that there was like actually Chicagoans that were like, "Oh, hey, um, he just had you know to be... he should totally get an MVP vote." No, what are you talking but, about? But even like even that even that year, I was. I, would I mean, have granted, said, we were twelve and four, right? But even that year, I would have said, as long as like if you if you require Mitchell Trubisky, if you require the ball in his hands to win a game, you're not going to win that game, even with that defense. I agree. So. I really don't. He had one average year and, and a couple of really bad ones, and he's just not good enough. The other thing that blew my mind was I don't that think Foles is the long term answer either. But for this year, he's the better of the two options. The he Bears from two thousand four through two thousand eight. If you had a competent, and I mean competent quarterback, 
you win two Super Bowls without a question. I mean, one of those years. In 2006. One of those years, Green Bay went to the NFC Championship game, so. Well, but here's my point is in 2006, you you dragged. Green and Bay by dragged, I mean dragged. Oh, no, 06 Green Bay was good. Yeah, you dragged bad. Rex Grossman to the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's oh, like no, you, kicking and screaming. He didn't want to go. If you had, <laughs> if you had Kyle Orton in the game, we should have won. Yeah, I mean, really, the mix, uh, Rex Grossman played as if he really did not want to go there. But the rest of the team between Devin Hester and that defense was just so good. I mean, they just forced. I mean, the defense gave up like fucking maybe three to seven points. Well, even in that Super Bowl, uh, that was it was not a poor defensive performance in the Super Bowl. It just that's the other thing that's that's bullshit about ESPN. The Steelers have the best defense we've seen in modern era. I'm sorry, in like five years ago, they were saying that about Denver. The Bears have had two. Seattle's had one. That's what I'm saying. So it's like. Shut the fuck up. Every every generation, every decade, we'll say that, right. has a good defense that is extremely ridiculous compared to the rest. Now, is it the Steelers? I don't know. They've had some in their day, but but they still gave up like thirty points. But the historic defenses that you that you think of as far as like who no, is but that, the but that's my point. There's been no historic defense that's given up thirty points to someone um, to like- Jacksonville. Well, like the, some of these historic defenses, you would think like like the the purple people leaders in Minnesota um, back in the day, back in the day, uh, back in the day. We're talking the, way back the '85 Bears, and then you got to talk about the early 2000s Bears, and then you've got to talk about the recent Bears. You got to talk about the, Bears, the Seahawks, uh, well, right? But the Bears, to me, actually, no. If, if you oh ground rule double, the Bears to me look like a team. Or not, not look like a team. The Bears, to me, are the team that if I were to go back and you would say, historically, who's got the team with the best defenses? Chicago's always got the three that just jump out. At if you. you go if you go like that, I agree 100%. But um, if you literally told me this, and this is an actual argument that ESPN should have. Instead of saying, oh, the Steelers are the best defense of the last 20 years. Uh, a, no, they're not. B, the Ravens versus the Bears, like 2002 Ravens versus... 2006 Bears. Let's compare those two. Because that's an actual conversation. Yeah, you can have a conversation but there. But a conversation between 2002 Ravens yeah, and the Steelers? Shut Ed, the fuck up. That would have been Ed Reed, Ray Lewis, Haloti... Not Haloti Nada. Um, maybe Haloti Nada. Um, even uh, Sizzle wasn't even there. Right, but that was... Or was he Was he not? Yeah, but the, but mm-hmm. uh, but Ray Lewis and... That was Ray Lewis and Ed Reed. Yeah. The, that fucking defense was massive. Anyway, that's besides the point. Uh, that being said, speaking of purple people leaders, they fucking suck. You lost to the Tennessee Titans on a fifty-five. By the way, this is the best they've looked. Because is they, uh, is Goskowski all the way back? Because he made a fifty-five yard game winner. The, I mean, this is the, the the this is the technically speaking the best that Minnesota's looked because t- Tennessee's a, a competent enough team and they because the last on. two weeks they were trash. Well, I mean, they got the shit beat out of them by by Green Bay and. I mean, they they the score ended up only being a ten point loss, but that should have been more like a seventeen. They were, point loss. I guess they were competent against the Colts. Yeah, but that's no, they got their, they got beat by the Colts. But I mean, like third fourth quarter, they kind of came back. Not a garbage bit. time after they're getting blown out. Of course, I mean it was, it was fucking twenty three to nine. At one the point. first two games, they were getting blown out, and then kind of, and then Kirk Cousins uh, started eating up yardage and, and scoring touchdowns when defenses were playing shell coverage way deep. To By the way, does he look like a fucking moron? Well, he's always looked bad. I mean, no, I mean, cousins. if you say, if I die, I die. 
you need to come out with, hey, I'm going to beat Dallas on Monday Night Football. Well, like that kind of energy. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going to lose a lot of games this year. Anyway, insert you talking about Green Bay being the shit out of an old man. I mean, everybody has said to start this year that New Orleans was going to be it an was, NFC contender. It was only seven points. It should have been more like 10. They kicked in a field goal late in the game. Uh, there was um, also a penalty late that it cost New Orleans. But either way... They still got but the they, W. They won the game. I mean, and Aaron threw for almost 300 yards, three touchdowns. They didn't have Devontae Adams. It didn't seem to matter. Aaron Jones had a good game against a good run defense. Um, I know New Orleans didn't have Michael Thomas. The defense for Green Bay looked absolutely terrible for a good amount of the game. They really missed uh, Kenny Clark. Also, a quick little side point here. I'm tired of people just saying, well, they barely won. I don't give a shit anymore. It's the NFL. No, if you, win, if you, you get a win, it's get still a win. A win. And now, do I think Green Bay probably wins that game if there's fans in the stands in New Orleans? No, they don't. But Because that's a huge advantage. That's well, a huge advantage for the Saints. Huh? So, no. Do I think Green Bay wins that game in, in front of 80,000 people? Saints, Minnesota. Well, Minnesota, Minnesota, with the way that they've been playing. Chiefs. With the way that they've been playing, I think Minnesota, I think they beat Minnesota still. Now that I've seen a couple of games in Minnesota and how bad they are. But uh, the, these are the circumstances, right? But again, I, you can't you can't blame Green Bay for playing without fans, right? Because that's just what happens. Not right our now. fucking problem, right? Nobody's problem, right? So the fact that Aaron Rodgers is a good hard count quarterback, it's not his fault, right? So I think that's actually going to ultimately and probably unfairly be a big advantage for Green Bay when they go on the road this year. But who knows? By the way, just a little update for the people at home: uh, two nothing on the top of the first. Yankees over uh, Indians. New York starting to look good again. Shane Bieber, aka fucking Cy Young winner Bieber of the AL already gave up two runs in the well, first. You, you had to think with this Yankees team that they got their to lineup the, is eventually going to do something. They got off to a historically bad start. And you're like, okay, but you can't have this many guys. It's, I, like, it's like the White Sox. You can't have this many guys on this roster and not hit. Right? <laughs> this is why we want today. Right? We'll get into that later. Well, eventually you're going to hit. <laughs> we'll get into that later. But either way. You, eight guys like this can't suck. You my my favorite thing was that... Um, Yankees fans were going nuts after the opening game when they beat the Nationals. Right. And I was like, yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, yeah, it's one game, dude. It's one game. Out you of got, 60. You got 60. Even even in a shortened season, it's Either way, 60 games. So uh, Green Bay wins against, by the way, I'm a moron for sitting Alan Lazard. Oh, he 165 and a toddy. And Montgomery had four points on my flex spot. Yeah, it's a bummer. So uh, it you is gotta, what it is. You got to pick. So I guess that what they said after the game was that um, – it was either going to be MVS or Alan Lazard that was that was going to be keyed on by Lattimore, and that who they who they were going to try to take away over the top. And it seems like they it was MVS. They shaded to MVS, and then Alan Lazard just crushed them on three deep balls. And hmm. There you go. Which is how I prefer it. Well, right for my team at least. Uh, so that would be so for you this season. If you keep Alan Lazard, which I think you should. Also, I win by six, but I should have won by like oh, twenty because won, Alan Lazard twenty. Players. I played Kyler Murray, who had twenty four, and Rogers had. 30. Yeah, so Rogers, it's like Rogers played right. I would like a six point difference. But I wouldn't take Rogers out until he until he proves like, I would leave Rogers in until he proves to you that he shouldn't be in the game as far as your fantasy quarterback. Because which was last week. He only had twenty two points. Well that's well that's because Aaron Jones has literally everything. Aaron Jones had forty five, right? Yeah, exactly. So, so it is what it is. I mean, one of these weeks they're not they're gonna have an off week, but one of those like you just almost gonna draft everybody in Green Bay because they're historically. By the way, now. it's it's not fucking this week because we're playing the fucking Falcons. No, I would put in I would the Falcons defense is terrible. I would put in Aaron Rodgers and Alan Lazard. And then one guy probably still has COVID, so either way, um getting into it. Bucks. 
don't need to go over that. Um, we do need to get over the uh, Minnesota Titans game. Um, three people tested positive. I thought it was more than that. And five um, coaches tested positive. <laughs> but all of them are asymptomatic. Well, as they're going to be because they're all young people without making this a political... Well, coaches too. Uh, but th- no, this, this COVID break is what I would call it. COVID by could not have come at a better time for the Vikings who are just getting their asses whipped by everybody that they play. This could not be a better time for Minnesota to go F it. We're taking two weeks off and we're going to come back and we're going to play the shitty teams. Well, jokes on them because they're all asymptomatic. So everyone's playing this Sunday. Are they really? Yeah. Can you, if you're asymptomatic, I guess you play. And I thought you're, you're, you're going to be out for five days and then they retest. You. Okay. So if you, if you retest asymptomatic is only five days. Okay. So, Saturday they'll be good. Yeah, but it, some in case this is a, kind of another conversation to have. In some ways, so we're talking about uh, one of those teams has to play. It might be Minnesota. Somebody has to play the Steelers this weekend. Uh, Titans. The Titans have to play the Steelers this weekend. And if the which Titans, is a great game, but if the, Titans, if the Titans can't field the team, they're saying they would postpone it. But then that means that the that means that the the uh, the Steelers get an added bye week, which is an unfair advantage for somebody else getting COVID because. Um, it drags out who the hell they're playing week six. So you should just have to forfeit the game. Fr- frankly, if you're the NFL, week you should, six, if you six, can't, six, you six. should have to forfeit the game. If you can't put together some, some team that has a good wide receiver, but if you can't put together Buccaneers, yeah, so you, the Buccaneers would have to take a buy on week six. Why would you, then, like but that. then that adds you, the it screws everything up, right, but it adds you an ability to go. Why would you not want one of your, a couple of your guys to get COVID? So they have to push it, everything back. If you can't field the team with 53 guys, huh? you can't play. Forfeit, you lose the game. I agree, because otherwise you're giving teams you're giving teams un, uh, an unfair buy. Because football, more than any other sport in the world, you need like bye weeks are incredible for players to get healthy, for players to right. You you really give a team like the Steelers an advantage. I will give the NFL credit, the balls on them to do what. You know what? Fuck you guys at home. Thursday night we're gonna do Browns versus Bengals, and then guess what? We're gonna do Broncos versus Jets the week after that. Yeah, I. Or excuse me, it was Dolphins versus Jags last week. Don't they? Don't they get? Doesn't like every team pretty much? Have that was to play, back to back to back though. I know, but doesn't every team have to play a Thursday game? Yeah, but our game is actually good. It's Bears versus Broncos, uh, Buccaneers. So that that's one that that's I'll what I'm watch saying. That. Yeah, it's Nick a Foles, good game. Yeah, Nick Foles and Tom Brady. I'll watch. It's a good game. Anyway, uh, well, and you'll um, just watch Tom Brady anyway. But here's but. the thing: it's like Browns versus Bengals. Then you load it up with Oh Hey, Jacksonville versus Dolphins, awful. and then. Broncos versus Jets, which is zero and three versus zero and three. It's like, and when right now because maybe at least if the if the Broncos were playing Blake Bortles, I would have like a little bit of an inkling to want to watch that game. The boat, like yeah, if they were going to play Blake, <laughs> the I best would, of all time. I would watch it because it's the boat. I'd watch. I'd put the boat on. I'd and, put the boat on. No problem. But it, now it's ripping and Sam Darnold, and I couldn't care less. I couldn't possibly care less. I couldn't care less at all. But here's the difference: is they they literally in the back of their mind, they're like, "Yeah, we'll give them a good game on Thursday, Just get and then it out the week the after that, week week two, we'll give them a shitty game, then we'll give them another shitty game." It's well, like they'll start getting good because I think what they're doing is they're taking these Thursday games. They're getting well, all they sh- literally are saying, "Oh, hey, oh, by the way, Tampa's up um, on Toronto." Um, what the hell was I going to say? Oh yeah. Here's what they're saying is you you fuckers went five months without any football, any training. Just eat the food that I give you. Exactly. Right? <laughs> they don't they don't give two shits. All right. Also, 
really weird to see baseball players with fucking scarves on their fucking faces. Yeah, but the I... The face again, mask? I'm, I'm, the scarf thing, or the, the... It just looks weird. Yeah, but that's probably the least... Um, Obnoxious? Yeah, well, just for them, I think it's probably the not... It's the one that's probably not weird to wear. Doesn't feel any different? Yeah, like, yeah I'm sure they... Like, people in the wintertime, they wear... Like, when it gets into September, October anyways, in I the mean, colder cities. fucking... They wear the... MVP though has fucking four chains that are gigantic. Yeah, well, and a huge beard, so... You don't, you don't give two fucks. Anyway, uh, Bucks win versus Denver... Denver, uh, Drew Locke was out in the second series, I want to say. Yeah, so that's just... So it's just... Uh, it would have been competitive because yeah. it was only 28 to 10. The, the Bucks still don't... I, I just don't see the Bucks as a... I thing. will say this. Anybody that had the under, get into our, our gambling podcast that we're going to get into next week, um, which is What's Up, Kid? It's going to be next week. Um, the under, five points scored in the second half. That... If you had the under, you had to be breathing hard. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 42 and a half. It ended up being 38. <laughs> oh, well, that's why life's too short to bet the unders. It's really, really, it's just not fun. You want to get into my weekend? Because Arizona beat, or excuse me, they didn't beat them. Because if they did, I would have had $9,000 in my pocket. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, Arizona money line I had against the Lions. They lost on a field goal. But my bad beat of the weekend... Actually, my good beat. That was my bad beat. My good beat, get this. On one parlay, I had over 44. I bought points. Okay. And then on another parlay, same game, Bears versus Falcons, I had under 58. Well, they, <laughs> so I literally told Johnny, I said, it has to be the sweet spot. And they both hit. 56 points. <laughs> I got so lucky. Um, but, yeah, it, it was a nail biter for sure. Because if that Robinson uh, doesn't get picked off, I'm fucked. Yeah, they're, yeah they're I'm slower. fucked. Yeah, yeah. By the way, the refs need to be changed. The person that called that was born in Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> Come on, dude. And he grew up a Green Bay Packers fan. Wow. Yeah, he's Go that. fuck yourself. They're like, oh, yeah. He, what kind of fan are you? Packers? Okay, we're fine. Fuck you. So, yeah, it is kind of annoying. But either way, uh, we'll move on to some later games. Seahawks game. God, their defenses are fucking trash. Well, I, that's the, the reason I, I still think, without sounding too homerish, it's the reason I still think at the moment, with San Francisco as hurt as they are, I think Green Bay is the best team in the NFC because I just... As of right now, yes. As of right now, just because the, the, their defense is a modicum better than Seattle's and because Seattle has quite literally no defense. So even though Russ is playing well... I did want to make this point against you. It, it's a toss-up if it's an NFC championship between Green Bay and Seahawks. Well, if, if if they let a ninety-year-old man score thirty points against them, if Green Bay's—he's well, a historic, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. If, he can't if, pass the ball plus twenty yards. No, he can't. Uh, and they were just, they, and they were just letting him. <laughs> no, he can't. He can't. Quite literally, he was just—he was dumping the ball. Do you know what you have in. to play? Man-to-man coverage. If you play man-to-man coverage, guess what? They couldn't tackle. He's not going to win. They couldn't tackle. Um, now, if they get Kenny Clark back a little healthy, maybe a little different, but. Uh, they couldn't tag us, the, but I, so I think the Seahawks are up to Cowboys. I just I have no faith in the Cowboys. You keep I, talking I, about that. I'm going to start the because I don't think Dak Prescott. I, it's, he's fine. They've got a lot of playmakers on the outside, but and Zeke Elliott. But I, I just don't. I don't have any faith in Dak Prescott and their defense is god awful, absolutely god awful. Um, I do want to talk about real quick. I want to talk about the Gator Roll. Did you watch the Sunday night game? Or excuse me, the three thirty game. Uh, which one? Cowboys. I watched some of it. So in the third quarter, third quarter, what the fuck am I saying? 
fourth quarter, um, I, th- I think it was like five minutes to go, the linemen tackled him by the shoestrings. Okay. Fine. Sure. But with Chris Carson, he grabbed the ankle under his arm and just rolled and ripped. Okay. And Carson has a sprained ankle now. Okay. Now, a gator roll is how you violently roll. Well, I know that, but so what they call a penalty on it? No. He's going to get fined, though. Well, was he doing it to intentionally hurt the guy? Yes. Okay, well, then, then yeah, he's he a piece of fine. shit. <laughs> well, he should be fine. Yeah. If, you, if it was just the way he was tackling him, because it's the way he had to tackle him, that's fine. It was, it was not even close to how you tackle. Right. Oh, well, yeah, if you actually just rip and roll. I just thought you just kind of got Do you know how the roll gator roll. rolls, like, yeah, violently? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what he looked like. Oh, okay, yeah, no. So that's fine what they him. call a gator roll, fine but him. it is a piece of shit move. Fine him. That being said, uh, Monday night game was trash, really. The kryptonite of, uh, of Lamar Jackson. I'll let Will read out the stat real quick because it makes me cry. This, well, I didn't know this till today, but Lamar Jackson is 21 and 1 versus any team that's not the Kansas City Chiefs, and he has 0 and 3 against Kansas City, which is outrageous. Outrageous. Little stat for you. It's outrageous. How is that even possible? As a starter. Right, as a starter, yeah. But it's How like, is that even possible? Jesus. You can't beat Kansas City. It's like, well, okay, well, if you can't beat Kansas City, they're going to be around for a long time. That's also the problem in media is the fact that I have to say as a starter. Yeah, no shit we're not talking right. about when he came in in right. the playoffs. Fuck you. But yeah, um, welcome back, old friend. Oh, the muskets or whatever the fuck they're called. Yeah. Oh, those. 2007. Yeah. But yeah, that, that anyway, uh, we're watching the game at the same time as Pod, so it is what it is. Um, we'll get into the playoffs a little bit. We're uh, only going to do like forty minutes. We'll be fine. Um, game one, White Sox. Sox are good. Giolito. Sox are good. Giolito looked good. The offense looked good. Uh, Timmy Tim Anderson had a hell of a game. Today. Three for four. Three for four. And then uh, Jose had a home run. So did uh, what's his face? Who was the other? Who's the guy that hit a home run? The other guy that hit a home run. Uh, Jose and Adam Engel. Adam Engel. Which, by the way, like a hundred and seventy-five pounds, maybe. Yeah, big home run. Barely hit it. But um, give me a little preview for the NL. We already know about the AL. Uh, uh, we'll just say that the Yankees are going to win this. Toronto's going to win the other game, and then uh, earlier. I don't think the Astros are going to win it. No, I still got the, twins the in twins, three. The twins are a better team, but again, it's it's this is one of those where it's a three game series. Not You're like me though. Seven. We're twins in three. Yeah, I think so, but I've also spent enough time in my life watching sports teams in Minnesota choke away baseball, football, I, hockey, basketball, whatever sport you want to name. They're zero and seventeen right. in the playoffs. So, we'll see. I mean. You would think, because they're better than Houston, so you would think, but but tomorrow it's a winner go home. So so my Uncle Mark texted me while I was uh, walking up the stairs, and he said the next starter for Houston was born in Tulsa. So we'll see what happens. What is What does that have to do with it? I don't fucking know. Um, I think for the NL, I think the Dodgers will win theirs pretty comfortably. I think the Cubs will beat the Marlins comfortably, and Atlanta will win comfortably. Although I do find it... Um, I, I think the Reds. Who are the Reds playing? Uh, I I looked earlier. This bad pod that I don't know. No, no, no. You're fine. You're fine. We got this. No problem. By the way, the fact that Jimmy Cordero and uh, Rick Renteria realized that Adam Engel is better than fucking Nomar Mazzara made me very happy. 
So the Reds look good. At least they had the last week of the season, a couple weeks of the season. True. Trevor Bauer probably. What is is he going to start? Trevor Bauer Power Hour. The Bauer Hour. Bauer outage. Reds uh, Braves. That's going to be a good series. Oh well, I think the Braves win that. No, they, are they really playing the Braves? Yeah. Well, then I think the Braves are going to win their series. That's the Braves are a better team. Uh, yeah. They have a stacked lineup, but their pitching is sus. Um, I, I think the Cubs win theirs pretty handily. Uh, as in, I think it's two. What's the other one? Uh, I, think I got the Padres by a mile. The Padres beat the Cards two zero, uh, and then the Brewers and the Dodgers. I, I think the, the I can't believe the Brewers even stuck in, so the Dodgers are going to whip that ass. I, I, the two that d- will not surprise me when it happens is Padres by a mile. Well, and the Dodgers by a mile. The Reds maybe can take the Braves, but the uh, Cubs might lose a game, and the other one is the Reds might win a game. Hmm. So those might go three. Outside of that, I, I think everybody would like. If to you see go AL, I don't see Keiko losing a game two. No, I, I think really, I think the fact that Giolito pitched so well today to have Dallas Keiko be your your number two starter is pretty nice. It's a luxury. It's a most, very very it's a luxury, nice luxury. It's a luxury most teams don't have. Very true. Um, In a three game series, is a, you just Jesus, it's a lot. Cool. I think I think that uh, the Twins that goes three for sure. Oh, he's gonna get there, Gleyber Torres. That was a hell um, of a stop by Biber. Beeper, whatever. Douchebag. Um, <laughs> I just hate the Indians. So we, we could see, depending on how on how that game starts, like, I'm going to watch because that starts at, um, what, tomorrow is, uh, I, you know, 11 a.m. tomorrow is is that, uh, which so this is That's something the, I want to discuss. I know they kind of have to oh, do. Oh, I forgot to tell you. Huh? There's baseball on from for tomorrow. There's eight different games from 11 to 9 o'clock. So they kind of have to do it this way. I understand that because they're they're just trying to get all these games in. But 11 a.m. baseball, and then like 2 p.m., 1 p.m., 2 p.m., 3 p.m., 5 the fact, p.m. The fact that there's an 11 a.m. playoff game. Right. It's got to, I'm sure they're pissed about it for ratings. When the fuck but, has there been an NFL game that starts at 11? None. It's no, 3 and 7, yeah. right? Well, no, they, they, they start at noon. They got the 1 p.m. Do they? NFL has, has the 1, 1 p.m. starts that are noon central. For playoffs? That's what I mean. Oh, for playoffs? Because I think it's 3 and 7. Saturday no, and Sunday. No, 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 because you've got to get – well, no, maybe, because you've got to, you've got the wild card round and the divisional round. By the way, since we're only at 30 minutes and I want to stretch out a little bit, let's talk about college football. Okay. Um, I will be betting Old Miss overs until I die. They looked they looked good offensively. Well, it looked the, – the thing that looked the best about them offensively, or at least what looked encouraging comparative to the Matt Luke era, is that – under Lane Kiffin, plays are being built on. So they're like, the, there was a play in which uh, they moved Elijah Moore in motion from right to left, and the safety cheated that direction, thinking it was going to be more of a swing route, and they caught an open corner route where the vacated safety was. And so Lane Kiffin's offense, it just looks like he sets up plays in a certain way, or he runs plays with future plays. It's like there's just a it's plan. A, it's a good. There's look. a plan. Yeah, it's a good it, look. right. And he scores points and he moves the ball. So that's something I'm not have not been used to. Because even under Hugh Freeze, Matt Corral looks great. Yeah, well, even under Hugh Freeze, it there were some gimmicks in there and some other things. So like at least this offense. It never felt panicked. It never felt like they were out of their It's not like game against plan. Alabama where we're going to get a 90-yard touchdown right. and then get beat 57-7. to Right. They never felt out of the game plan. They never felt... So, so I'm encouraged to see it as much as this year is kind of a throwaway year with COVID. Uh, there are a lot more games on the schedule. Now, Alabama, they're not winning. Uh, LSU looks way worse than I thought. So that's a winnable or 
quote and unquote, more winnable game. Um, Mississippi, I'm gonna, Mississippi State's a winnable game. Um, I'm, I'm going to cry. Auburn might be a winnable game. Here's why I'm going to cry. Vanderbilt's a winnable game. Kentucky's a winnable game. I'm going to give a quote from Brandon fucking Walker. Okay. And I hate him. LSU picked a quarterback from Mississippi that didn't get an offer. From oh yeah, Old from Miss either or, or Mississippi. Mississippi State. Yeah, Miles Brennan didn't get an offer from me. It's a good stat. I, well, I was I was listening to a podcast in the uh, in in the car uh, earlier today that was uh, one of the, somebody made a uh, and I am going to give him a small amount of publicity because he's a he's a really good writer or not writer he's a really good producer for ESPN of Memphis. Jeffrey Wright was like, it's almost like LSU picked a quarterback that. <laughs> That had no in-state offers from Mississippi with no in-state offers. Yeah. So, uh, good luck with that. <laughs> like, he have fun ter- with him. He looked terrible. Have fun with him. He didn't yeah. look good. Right. He looked terrible. And I was operating on the assumption that he just chose LSU because until this year, LSU. That's the other thing. It's like state states going nuts on Twitter. But Fuck as off, they should. Dude. Well, they're not. LSU a- is a great win because that's how they were ranked. Because they won the championship. Well, right. But it's going to be a bad. At the end of the year, LSU will not be ranked. I mean, they Mark might be, but if they if they win seven games, they'll be ranked because they're LSU and LSU wants to be ranked. But they're not going to win seven games. That that is a bad team. They lost all their players. They what's a, what's a, a bold statement you can give for the season for LSU? Just anything. Right now, I'm going to call it. Ohio State will go undefeated in the Big Ten. That's not that big, big of a bold statement. I'm gonna I'll make, give you another one. This one's going to be really bold. Lane Kiffin will go 7-5. They don't play in 10 games. so. Lane Kiffin will go 6-4. and four. That's not that bold of a statement. Because <laughs> I had him originally at between 4-6, and 5-5, 6-4. and 6-4. Lane Kiffin will go 7-3. and three. My bold one, I don't think LSU wins five games. That is pretty bold. I think LSU is a four-win team. I'll give you another bold one. I don't think Vanderbilt wins a game. That's not a bold statement. Nobody <laughs> thinks Vanderbilt's going to win a game. I know, I'm just fucking around. <laughs> the only time Vanderbilt wins a game this year is okay, it's... I'll give you one. Maybe Arkansas if Minnesota. Felipe Franks gets COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Felipe Franks is not that good. But he's better than whatever the hell else they have behind him in Arkansas. Um, so maybe maybe if, if Felipe Franks gets COVID. wasn't good in Florida and they were like, you know what? If Felipe Franks... Arkansas is my team. If Felipe Franks gets COVID, they can maybe beat Arkansas. Um, what's another bull one I can give you? All right, I'll give you an actual one. Minnesota will beat Penn State this year. Okay, I like that one. I love their coach. I do too. PJ? PJ Row Fleck? the damn boat. I love it. And it, it's it's going to be interesting. I'll give you another one. Um, I will bet Ole Miss is over until it doesn't hit. And guess what? It, After it doesn't hit, I'm hit. still going to fucking hit. You know why it'll always hit? Because we don't have a defense. Because there's... Nobody of SEC caliber that is playing on that defense, and let, until Otis Reese gets his waiver pushed through, and and that offense is going to score a lot of points. I'll give you another. That one. is going to be like a fifty-five. Lane Kiffin. To once we have fifty percent of fans, we'll call on the fans to take the field for defense. Dude, you better put somebody on the field for <laughs> That's defense. That's what I'm saying. It's not great. Just go get something. Jesus, find a transfer portal. You got nobody out there. Uh the other overall bet the rest of my life, Texas. They looked terrible yeah, against look Texas Tech. They didn't look good. It was 65 to 53 or something well, like that. The Big 12 is always just a track meet. Oklahoma looked like shit. Didn't Oklahoma get beat by Kansas State? Yeah. 
So they're not great. But again, this is a throwaway. This is what, year, no, so no, no, no. Here's what happens. Fired. When there's no fans, this is what happens. Do you think if, if Oklahoma State or excuse me, do you think if Oklahoma loses another game or two, you think they fire the coach? Not a fucking chance. <laughs> Are you high? <laughs> Are you high? But what if they're like two and four? Do you think you fire a coach? Do you know what he would do? Pull his pants down, whip his dick out on the table, and be like, I have three less four Heisman winners. Still. Fuck yourself. <laughs> They, two and four, two and five. I'll give you another. I was trying to think. I'll give like, you a not bold prediction. I'll try to think before they. Oklahoma is the new Notre Dame in the college football playoff. What? That they're just going to be an average team that's going to get them on. They're going to get there and, and lose every year. So I was. Uh, I this is a question I do want to ask. This might be a bold prediction. Okay. Do you think now that we've had a week, and I know it's a throwaway year because like it's just we're nobody we're nobody's playing intercoach. It's just all its own thing. Do you think there is a head coach in Power Five? Like, and that means all the Power Five conferences. Okay. Not like at a, not an AAC school, a Power Five that gets fired for on field performance this year. Yes. Which conference do you think comes out of? Big Ten. <laughs> okay, you know the you coach have, I'm talking about. Do you have a name? He has a great beard. Oh, no. Love you, Sam. You think Love Handles is getting fired? He's going to go like two and seven. They're not even going to play the 10th game. They're, they're just going <laughs> to. They're going to be like, you know what? We're not taking a feel for this one. Um, Levy Smith is going to get fired at the end of this year. I'm kind of hoping there's one that gets fired. I don't think it's going to happen. Will, it's the, look at me right now. It's a COVID year. We went to the Rose Bowl in 2007. That was the only good grace in my entire lifetime <laughs> that Illinois, the Illini, excuse me, has had. So, yeah, it's going to be uh, not It's, it's not going to be great. Love handles. Um, thoughts on Pac-12 comeback? I'm the same way. <laughs> Who cares? It's just the pack. By the way, you know how, how how terrible the Mac is. I didn't know they came back because the same day Pac-12 announced, Mac said we're back. Well, frankly, that's the point because everybody likes the Mac. Was so the Mac because of Maction? Right, right. So, but no, I just don't. Most of the most of the Pac-12, I just. I mean, maybe if if so, if, literally, if I took a sticker, threw it behind seven, my calendar, calendar behind yes. me, and it said November twelfth. And it was a Tuesday. And you're like, you know what? Maction. The only time that I ever actually care about the Pac-12 is either... A, I mean, you, you need USC to be a, a world beater. Or I typically watch Pac-12 after dark. if there's, Because it'll be like, I'm just getting home from the bars from like the 2.30 game. Hawaii versus and I, and I Washington whoever, State. It doesn't matter. Throw it at the, But see, Washington State doesn't interest me anymore because Mike Leach isn't there. True. So it, they'll just, but whoever, be it uh, Oklahoma or not, be it Oregon against Stanford, if they're on it, uh, my time, 9 p.m., I just, I'll watch it. I just love that football in general is back. Oh, I'm happy. And that me and Johnny can watch our bad beats unfold. Oh. Because I watched one where Johnny was losing the whole game, and um, it wasn't Cam Newton. It was Auburn versus Oregon, and Auburn threw the worst pass I've ever seen in my life behind him. And Oregon picked it up and took it in the end zone. This is last year. Right. And Johnny had the over. Jesus. And it was missing by six. Oh, and I was no. like, there's no way it's going to hit. And then boom. So I'm happy that it's back. Um, do you think the season – I'll give you two questions. Do you think there will be any COVID delays for oh. college? Well, yeah, but colleges run a little bit differently. Uh, they're going to play. That's where I think there's going to be some teams that win games that they shouldn't and some teams that lose games that they shouldn't because players will get COVID. Raise one. 
Um, um, like, like I think if there's a chance that like Alabama loses a game if the if, if a couple of key players get COVID and they go in to play a team like Lane Kiffin. Not that I'm saying that Lane Kiffin's going to win that game, but let's if, if it were to be that team, going to be Ole Miss against Alabama, and Alabama had two or three good skill position players get COVID. Okay, well you're kind of up shit's creek without a paddle, and Lane Kiffin is going to score points. It's my favorite Lane Kiffin moment was this week. Do you have any uh, bright spots from the defense at all this week? No. Next question. He said no. Yeah. yeah good. He goes, no. I haven't watched his interview. His it's interviews. so great. I'll have to watch it when I get home. Well, you know why? Because he is the Lane Kiffin. Oh, he does have the, he does have the LFT the Lane train. Lane train t-shirt on. That's great. Um, second question. Do you think there will be a game that will be 100% fans this year? If there is, it's in the In a- college. It's if, not going to be in NFL. If there is, it's in the SEC or the ACC. And I don't think I think you well, get. Here's you'll the get thing: to 50%. is is Florida's a hundred percent. So does that mean? Well, I think you get to fifty percent in stadiums. I, I don't understand why if your if your states are at hundred percent, why you can't have hundred percent fans. But but that's just the way. But it you're is. not going to pack one hundred ten thousand people into into the swamp. So, Florida, yeah, no, no you can. Not gonna do that. I, I still I, I think maybe you can get to fifty thousand or fifty percent. Um, by the way, the people that were like, oh, six touchdowns in his debut, it's like, yeah, Old Miss doesn't have a fucking player. For talking about who for oh yeah well Kyle I was like yeah they were trying to praise the quarterback I'm well, like I mean, he does he does yeah, he does great. play for I mean he did how'd he you do did, against the Falcons well he did but uh, uh, also also this that's is, how I this look is at our defense be, by this the is going to be a segment that we're going to have to put in here uh, Dan Quinn watch oh how, how many more weeks do you think Dan Quinn is the, is the head by coach week of the is six so he's gone. <laughs> That's yeah, I mean, that's another more, that's another real bold many, statement. How many more weeks do you think Dan, Dan Quinn has a job in Atlanta? He's gone after uh, that's oh that's a double. Anyway, um, I honestly think he's gone at week six. I can see that. It, well, especially if he gets whipped. This it's month. never happened in history. Will. Well, but if he gets Monday, if he gets blown up Monday night, and then they get blown up again the week after. Two it, score lead plus. Well, they're not going to have a two score lead against Green. Bay. No, no, but two score lead plus. He lost two weeks back to back. If if he goes and he, so help me God, if he hears the song back to back by Drake, he's probably gonna break his radio. If he gets boat raced by Matt LaFleur this weekend, we could see it by week five. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing is is the Packers defense is not that good, so it's gonna be like it's the Cowboys just, game. If the Cowboys were average. If the Cowboys were competent. Yeah, but if the if the Packers play average, because they've got the talent to play average defense, and if Kenny Clark's back and get a little pass rush, it's going to be tough to... Do you know what the over is? 55. You know who hammered that this morning? Me. Well, I, there's a fair to medium chance it's 40 to 15. <laughs> this is a, just a Still going to happen. Right. No, there's no way they score 15 points. No, but... I bet you it's, it's 40... Nah. 35-28. I can see that. Just That's... fucking kidding. 42-28, probably. If I had to guess. But either way, um, Dan Quinn watches for sure. Um, will San Francisco win against a team that's not incompetent? Yet to be seen. Cause right. I saw this stat on McAfee's show. It was QB1, running back one, running back two, linebacker two, lineman one, center one, um, DN one, two, and four. The third one's still playing, apparently. Wide receiver four and cornerback two are all out. Jesus Christ. And that's a real stat. (laughs) 
It's like, all right, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm just not winning. Oh, no, I was, that I'm looks just not good. winning this game. It's just, it is what it is, and it's going to be interesting to see if they have a decent team. Because right. you know Jimmy G is going to come back. Uh, Bose is out, so you're not going to have a defense. Solomon Thomas is out. You're not going to have a defense. You have Sherman, but if you have... That's the thing about the Jets. They always had Revis, but guess what? They didn't have a good team. Right. So, it'll be yet to see. Uh, Your thoughts going into next week. Uh, We already talked about NFL, but um, going against Kentucky this week. Plus six and a half. I think it's a very winnable game. I took plus six and a half and over 52. Yeah, I think it's a very winnable game. I don't know that they're going to win the game, but I think after this first week, I'm encouraged to know that they can win that game. I sprinkle a little bit on money line. That's how confident I am. Yeah, I, I think it's a very winnable game. Because so. Matt Coral looks fucking phenomenal. He looks, fi- he, he looks fine. Um, it's Florida defense. They're top five. Well, right, but he looks fine. He didn't make any mistakes. That's that's all I care about. He didn't really make any mistakes. He had that one tip ball that was an interception. But other than that, he didn't make any mistakes. I also like the play calling. Well, Lane Kiffin's making most of his reads for him, which is what he needs because he's uh, just a dumbass. A nine-yard reception followed by a 46-yard pass for a yeah. touchdown. I love to see it. Well, when they needed to go over the middle of the field, they they kind of rolled him out a little bit. They simplified his reads. They uh, they gave him only two options sometimes. I mean, they made the game very easy for him, and they didn't ask him to do things he's not good at, which is all you need. Come on, dude. I have to fucking deal with Brandon Walker another week. They're going against Arkansas. Yeah, they'll beat the doors off Arkansas. No shit. Um, so Sorry. That's kind of anyway, I just saw that flash up. I was like, wait a minute. Uh, yeah, so it's going to be a fucking bloodbath. Um, in the SEC, which I prefer it to. I yeah. like when it's this competitive, yeah. outside of Alabama. Well, LSU has been brought back down to graces. Shout out, Kyle. Well, and Alabama looks good, but they don't look like a world beater either. So They did almost cover. But Nick Saban's going to be is going to have a good team. So They won by 22, right. but it was 25 and a half. Missouri is what it was. That's the other thing is with giving 16 points, in the NFL, I mean, for, it's damn near impossible. Well, but college, it's not. Giving twenty five is still doable. Um, Eli Drinkwitz did, almost didn't realize what conference he was in. He's the quarterback from early. The quarterback. He's the head coach of Missouri. It's going to be interesting. He damn near uh, said. He, he, I think he asked a reporter, "What conference is this? You dumbass! It's SEC." Your prediction for the postseason for the Cubs? I think we're going to the ALCS. Uh, so I, I think the Cubs get to the NLCS. There's a chance. I mean, I'm rooting for a Crosstown World Series is what I'm doing right now. So I, am I. I want to see. I want to see the Sox Cubs. I want to get after it. Yeah, but my dad pointed out that it's fucking Arlington. <laughs> so it's like we can't even go. I know, but it still would be a blast. I'm just saying, you know what's going to be a great matchup in the ALDS? The Padres versus the Dodgers. Well, NLDS. NLDS, that's yes. what I say, ALDS? Yeah. The NLDS. It's going to be a phenomenal fucking series. Um, we'll try to do Thursday and Friday. We can. We can get one of those days. You know, just to give a little wild card update. Right. All right? Either way, take care, have a good week, and bet the overs. Talk to you soon.